Hi, I'm Sherry Yuan Hunter, a certified trauma recovery coach, and this is a diary of a recovering shootaholic. So today's topic is curious over furious. Now, a shootaholic can go from peaceful to raging anger in mere nanoseconds. And this is not just frightening as an experience for the shootaholic himself, but also for the trigger, the person who inadvertently set off an emotional flashback and really had no intention of hurting the shootaholic. Now from the trigger, the trigger's perspective, the shootaholic's reaction may feel like an overreaction. Whereas from the shootaholic's perspective, the reaction usually manifesting as rage um, is perfectly rational and perfectly logical. So why does this happen? Usually there's a gap between what is expected versus what the reality is, what turned out. And this disappointment, hurt, um, disappointment of just not getting what you expected can hit unprocessed wounds or childhood trauma. Often this is unconscious and often causing overwhelming feelings of, it could be helplessness, grief, pain, anger, or really the most challenging shame. Then we get a ping pong conversation in our brain with different voices fighting to say very, 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 very different opposing things like, well, why are you so angry? You shouldn't feel angry. Come on, you can do better than that. Then there's, I am so angry at this person. They have no right to do what they're doing. This is unjust. Then you get the, well, but you should feel grateful for this job. You are overreacting. They didn't mean it. And then it's, but I'm really hurt by what they said. And I feel like they're talking down to me. So these voices just go back and forth, back and forth, creating this very, very stressful situation in our minds. And this is energy sucking. It sucks our energy. This infighting in our minds sucks up a lot of our attention, our headspace, and our energy. It causes us to time travel. So we go to the past, ruminating about things that have happened that we can no longer change, all the way to the future, where it's like something catastrophic, you know, is happening because it's like this worst case result, this worst case scenario. And our mind can't really tell the difference between time travel past and future and the present. So it goes into danger mode because it actually thinks that we're in the past or we're in the future, where that thought, the thought of the past or the the future is a reality. So our stress hormones get sent out all over the body um, to prepare for fight or flight. And then that's where the rage comes in for many of us, because then of course, um, we're thinking that this is happening. We feel that we're in danger, whether it's our ego or, 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 the physicality of, you know, this something is something terrible is going to happen. Then, of course, the logical, the rational side of our brain, our executive function, then goes offline. Okay, so not only are we enraged, but this is also exhausting, and we're not thinking straight anymore. So it's a double, triple whammy against this effort to be reasonable. So what can we do? Well, breaking the cycle and the spiral is important because then we don't end up saying or doing something that we regret. Um, often as a parent, you really want to be thinking about, I don't want to pass on the inability to handle my emotions. 
You know, I don't want to pass this on to my children. I don't want to continue intergenerational trauma. The fastest technique other than humor um, is curiosity, I believe. And as a side note, um, humor doesn't always work, by the way. It can be super powerful, you know, uh, funny um, humor, anything that kind of gets our brain thinking about something else. It's a bit distracting. Um, it can be totally powerful depending on the situation and the people that are involved, but humor is tricky and it can backfire. Ultimately, it's very difficult to be furious when you're curious. So, you know, like when people say, what is wrong with you? And usually they don't mean it out of curiosity. They, they really do mean it from fury. Like they already have an answer in their head. Like you are crazy, dumb, mean, you know, you, you're stupid. Um, you're purposefully hurting me. You know, they, they, they have an answer. But if you actually can shift from those questions, okay? So it's instead of what is wrong with you to really, well, I wonder what's wrong, curiosity. Okay, or well, how can you even think that of me to, hmm, well, wonder what's giving them that idea? Or um, how can you not see this simple and logical perspective that I'm presenting to you and shifting it to, well, wonder what perspective they have and why? It really is hard to be furious if you are sincerely curious. Curiosity doesn't require stress hormones. As soon as you put your attention and energy towards curiosity, your brain just stops thinking that you're in danger. Because, you know, if you can afford to be curious, you're not in a life or death situation that requires life-saving action, right? So it doesn't need the hormones. Your body doesn't need stress hormones. And then you can reactivate your executive functions. And bonus also, because your curiosity can then activate their curiosity, and then you can de-escalate the situation a little bit. It's not easy, okay? I'm not saying that it's easy. I'm not saying this because it's easy. It's not, especially if your brain is already wired for rage when you're disappointed or sad or confused or helpless or shamed. What I am saying is that this is one approach you can use to work towards breaking the cycle of fury and then possibly regret. It does take awareness, that, that, that takes a while to figure out, uh, learning a new skill, um, trial and error to see what actually works and what doesn't work, and then, and then practice over and over, practice, practice, practice. It is doable, um, it's definitely not easy, uh, but it can help uh, prevent further escalation um, or even the infliction of trauma onto other people, particularly the people that we love. So as I always say, uh, let's heal together, okay? And if you need a little boost or help, you know who to contact. So thank you for joining Diary of a Recovering Shitaholic. See you next time. This is Sherry signing off.